0: welcome to the leading hope podcast with kevin jack
1: your influence will lead people somewhere lead them towards hope everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader make it count Welcome to Leading Hope with Kevin Jack. I'm your host VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. We release a new episode every Wednesday, so we'd love for you to follow and share on social media and bring others along with us on this journey of becoming a better leader. Visit LeadingHope.online to get updates and find out more about the Leading Hope community. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to us if you did that now. Also, post about it, rate and review. Uh, you will not believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders, just like you. Also, we're live on Facebook and YouTube every week now at 11:30. If you have a question, drop it in the chat, and we'll try to get to it before the end of this show. Uh, but today, we're going to continue the series. Kevin, uh, new development paradigm is the series. This is week two, episode 76. When you're Two uh <laughs> there it or is. not enough. <sighs> eh. Yeah, there you go. That's it. That's what we're calling this one. Hey, we've got a,
0: a question <laughs> right away. You okay if we take Absolutely. a question take right the away? Questions. So question comes from Jen Chaltry Melvin. She asks, When initiating development as a seeker of personal development, where do you suggest I begin searching for that proximity piece? Referring to the last episode of saying Hey, new paradigm of development is about developing the person, not just imparting information and that you need proximity in order for that to happen. Proximity and intentionality. So the question is, hey, where do I begin searching for that proximity piece? And I think the reality is I'd say like for one, uh, a lot of mine actually came from books. And I know that sounds like counterintuitive. Yeah but I learned a lot about the people who I wanted to become like from what they wrote. The other piece is, uh, and Jen, I know you, so I know you have the skill set. is, uh, you just start initiating relationships that you want to already exist in your life. And so I did a lot of, um, Hey, you guys watching the game tonight? Yeah. Cool. I'll be over. Yep. <laughs> and that was my way of gaining that proximity to the people who I wanted to uh, be like and the last question says and can someone spend too much time in development it's all development yes you can spend too much time reading books Yeah. but if you view everything that you're doing as I am getting better it's not performance it's all preparation for what I'm going to continue to do in life to go yeah you can spend too much time reading and learning but if you view your whole life as development that you're a work in progress no you can't
1: yeah that's so good
0: good so thank you jen for the questions we'll get to more later on if you're watching live you can put that in the chat we'll get that uh but today like vj said episode 76 continuing a new development paradigm when you're two what are, what are the what's the noise you made
1: when you're two
0: eh. or you're not enough eh. there we go that's what we're looking for that's why i'm here and so today uh, to me i want to give you a framework that i think is really simple but i almost see no one use and i think it has the potential to radically transform your development conversation so be that with a team be that one-on-one be that with your kid probably not with your spouse if i could clarify that maybe not use this with the spouse but i think this could completely change what becomes so confusing in development and it comes from this basic assumption that the reason why you're not further along isn't because of a skill set okay if it was because of a skill set you would have already learned that skill set you're smart You're seeking to grow, you're seeking to learn, you're seeking to develop yourself. And so the reason why you're not further along isn't because you can't do this well, you can't speak publicly, you can't plan, you can't communicate, you can't do project management. You would have already educated yourself if it was because of a skill set. The reason why you're not further along is because V, I'm gonna need you in just a second. The reason why you're not further along is because you're too, Eh. or you're not enough. And so this is what I hear people say when I talk to other leaders, uh, when they're talking about their team, those who work for them, is they'll say they're great, but they're not disciplined. Mm. They're very open, but they're not structured. They do great at projects, but they don't develop relationships. They have high execution levels, but they're not developing a team. And so I would say this most of the things that hold us back are good things that are taken to an extreme, that we don't fit where it should be. So, when uh, COVID uh, first kind of came about and we were staying home, uh, one of the things that I want to learn how I needed to shape and shift in my leadership is I studied the difference between peacetime and wartime presidents. And they're radically different, and it's a fun study if you go back through it and just say how much a wartime president, how much their responsibility is a call to arms, it's quick execution, it's fast decisions, it's communicating why something has happened, like not in advance. But they need to, after the impact, say this is why something has happened. And the difference between a peacetime president is monumental. A peacetime president can't make quick decisions because then they get too far ahead of everyone and everyone gets upset. They need to communicate in advance why something is important, not why something has happened. Their predominant role, like a wartime president, their biggest role is to win the war. A peacetime president, their biggest role is to keep the economy up and to help develop healthy relationships. And so I, I say all that to say this, if you operate like a wartime president in a time of peace or a peacetime president in a time of war, it's not that you're a bad leader, it's your last time you're two uh. or you're not enough. Uh. <laughs> all right, and we won't do that anymore. So let me give uh, COVID as an example. Uh, I watched so many people, their skill set was long-term planning. They were great long-term planners and they didn't realize that when the pandemic started, especially in those first couple months, we all needed to become fantastic short-term planners. Now, the difference between a long-term planner and a short-term planner isn't necessarily a skill set, it more comes for a personal aptitude, a preference, our, our normal way of operating. And they exist as opposite ends on the paradigm. And so, to understand that when the context changes, when the circumstances changed, we didn't need a new skill set. We needed to, to shift how we typically operate. Some of these things, some of these are things where people would have succeeded in the past. But if you're going to continue to develop personally and help those around you develop, you need to become good at other things. Uh, Marshall Goldsmith has a great book titled, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And, And the entire focus of the book is, hey, here are the things that probably got you to the point that you are. And he lists out, I think it's like 20 different things. He says, but if you keep doing this, you're going to be stuck where you are. What got you here won't get you there. And so you need to change. And they're not skill sets. There are ways in which we get used to operating the way in which you live can become a rut to your future growth and your future impact and so you need to be constantly aware of how am i operating and i am i operating in a way that simply feels most natural to me or am i operating in a way in which my context and situation demands so Think of it like this, okay? And I want you to imagine it from this sense. I want you to imagine you pull one of your team members in. If you don't have anyone on your team, you sit down with yourself and you literally draw it out. You draw a horizontal line and on each end of the horizontal line, you write two different words. And to understand that these things are at opposite ends of a paradigm and that we are often, our problem is we're operating too far on one side than the other. So here's different categories. For one, slow decisions and fast decisions. The thing that's holding you back isn't you can't make decisions, it may be you either need to speed up or you need to slow down. If I've got a bent, as my leadership has changed and our church has grown, I need to make slower decisions than I used to. I am good at fast decisions, but I need to slow that process that why stop laughing. Okay. I like so, it. So that's a piece in which I go, you don't say, Kevin, you make bad decisions. It's go, no, no, you need, well, I don't think you'd say, Kevin, you make bad decisions. No, I don't think <laughs> anybody you. would say that. <laughs> but you would say, hey, you have to slow down that process because sometimes you make the right decision, but you make the right decision in the wrong priority mm. and we need to look at the fuller picture. Uh, another paradigm. Okay. To look, I'm just giving you a couple of examples. Task focused versus initiates work. When you are early in your organization, Kate, okay? When you're early, you maybe don't have anyone reporting to you. You better be task focused. You better crush every job that comes your way. But as you begin to have more and more people report to you, if you stay task focused, you're not going to get things done through people like you need to. And so you need to shift to starting to initiate work. Um, this is kind of three different ones, okay? It's the difference between an individual contributor on one end, a manager in the middle and a leader on the opposite end of the paradigm. And this is a shift that gets made from, Hey, I am getting work done to I'm getting work done through others to I'm setting the culture and the vision and the change that needs to happen in order for us to move forward. There is opposite ends of the paradigm. Builds consensus versus leads the charge. At times, builds consensus is so important. Hey, how do we all feel about this? What do we all think about this? How's this moving? And other times you need to be able to go, this is what we're doing. Let's go. (laughs) Like this is the decision. We're moving on it. Now, if you only ever build consensus, okay, there are situations that demand that you build consensus. But there are also times in which you must lead the charge and you have to know the situation and adapt to it. Uh, two more, open versus stubborn. I know that sounds like a weird thing and we go, no, 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 open is good. Sometimes you have to be stubborn. Sometimes when criticism is coming your way, you have to be stubborn enough to go, no, I know this is right even if others can't see it. Flexible versus principled. very similar to open versus stubborn, okay? So this is what I hope you're seeing within this. As it comes to your leadership, I believe the reason why you're not further along isn't because, because you lack a skill set. I believe the reason why you're, why I'm not a better leader, isn't because of information that I lack. My goodness, the statement is, see yeah. students rule the world. Mm-hmm. It isn't the most brilliant of us that typically lead us. It is the people who know how to adapt their leadership to the demands of the context and circumstances that they're in. So... I wonder for you to go, hey, what are those paradigms that you would look at? And to say, hey, where's the pendulum? Am I making decisions too slow or am I making decisions too fast? Am I stubborn? Am I too stubborn or am I too open? And everything constantly gets revisited and re-questioned and we can't ever make progress. So this is where I think this will fall apart, okay? As it comes to development, it will fall apart for you if you're not clear. If you're not really clear with your team, and I literally mean as get a piece of paper, write it out and go, here's where you are, here's where you need to be. Now, then you have a conversation on how to get there, but to be clear enough to put in X and say, my problem with how this is going right now is you are only focused on tasks. And you need to be more focused on relationships or you are so focused on relationships, you are neglecting your most important work. That's where it will fail on the leadership side. Where it will fail for the person who you're talking to, the person who you're developing, is if they lack a growth mindset. Mm. If their first response is, well, that's just who I am this is what I want to say that I shouldn't say, but that's always my caveat to say the thing that I want to say that I shouldn't say. If they say that's just who I am, the answer is, okay, well, then we're done here. (laughs) And that is just the reality. If you assume that that's just who you are and you can't grow into your role, then you have already made it clear. You cannot grow into your role and you can only stay at the current level. But- I don't believe that's true of anyone. So I hope you don't have that mentality. I believe that we can adapt to the circumstances if we have the clarity to understand what the circumstances call for in that moment. So It's not a revolution, it's contextualization. It's helping people make the micro shifts they need to become what they need to be for the current
1: context. Wow, you got a ton of content this week, man. This is- uh, So much. So much. Uh, We have about six minutes. If you have a question, drop it in the chat right now uh, and we'll try to get to those. Uh, Hey, Donnie, glad you're watching on YouTube. Love you, man. Uh, So check this out, You, you, you said Uh, First, let's just do a couple quick hitters. Go, go, go. Quick hitters. You ready? Good things that are taken to the extreme. Yeah. Name them. Oh, my goodness. Quick Uh, hitters. Just quick.
0: uh, There are people who they go, I am, I, early on mine. Yep. Is I'm a, I'm an individual contributor. I am task focused. Yep. And so it took me so long to make that shift to go, no, no, no. I need to work through people. If I'm not initiating work, no one else is doing the work that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that becomes my responsibility. So right. that's one of the big things that I've struggled with. I am good at, because I am more introverted by nature. I'm good at heavily investing in just a couple. Yeah. But my role, and I'd look at the people, I'd look at pastors, they'd be out shaking everyone's hand. They knew everyone's name, yes. I was just like, nope. <laughs> And I've had to go, no, I We're can We're done here.
1: Yeah, like that's the reality. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, that was too easy. It's fair. All right, moving on. Uh, backroom conversations. Uh, talk about, so here's, this is such a great point. Uh, the backroom conversations most of the time are, generally are toxic. Um, there are sometimes you can pull people in and have those meetings in the back room that it actually is uh uh profitable okay but uh mostly not fair so moving back to that backroom conversations what do you see that those do to an organization that destroys it oh so here's the so inside the organization yeah it's toxic
0: yeah because we the the problem with talking about someone and not talking to them is first off, we build up animosity towards the person, and yeah. second off, we eliminate their possibility to grow. Right. Okay. The the other piece on there, when I refer to those back room, these are my conversations with other leaders. Okay. On how things are going. So I got gotcha. you. What I that's a good distinction. Just the fascinating thing that I want people to hear is when I talk to other leaders, it's never. And we talk in church context. Yes. Okay. So it's never they don't understand theology. They're not a good speaker. They're not this. Yeah, it's never a skill set thing they bring up. It's always they have swung. They are living way too far on one side than the context demands.
1: Yes, um, and there's seasons for those to do. Oh that, yes, but that can't be where all yeah. seasons are. Yeah, I think it's so important to realize. Matter of fact, that's a quick plug for the seasons. Uh, uh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, but that is there are seasons when you can do that. You can't live there. That's so, great.
0: Quick note on that. Yep. So like uh, the pandemic required leaders to be quick decisions short-term planning if you tried to make slow decisions in long-term planning you got crushed yes because you didn't have a chance now we're moving out of that now we're starting to move out of that so you need to shift yeah if you're still
1: making quick decisions in short-term planning you're now getting crushed yes (laughs) that's exactly right that's great uh here's one from keisha henry plasquette If you tend to fall on the task focus side and need to move into an initiates work side, what would be some key behaviors to keep or to help make that change within yourself? Great question. Great question. So uh, Keisha, this is what I would do is uh, I used to have a
0: great amount of clarity in terms of the output that I expected from myself. I needed to have an equal amount of clarity on the output that I expected from my team. And so that required vast amounts of thinking time. And so one of the principles that I would go through and Keisha you're aware that is I went through and I rewrote every single person's job description. I didn't leave that up to others. I needed to do that because when I saw that person I needed to know exactly what I expected out of them. And so it takes time to develop that and to say in this role, this is what needs to happen. And Keisha, I would say for you, like you need to have even a greater level of clarity than your team on what their output should be. And I know that sounds crazy. They That's should good. have clarity, but you should be more clear than they are on what they should be accomplishing. That's good.
1: Uh, thanks for the question, Keisha. Thank you, Keisha. Uh, what got you – I'm going to keep just throwing it out because these go. are so good. This is good. What got you here won't get you there. Wow, that is powerful. Oh, it's such a good – Because we want to rest on on what, what got us here. Now, it's good to recognize what got you there because that – helps you recognize what won't get you there yeah so recognize it and then roll with it talk more about that and why it's so powerful
0: so uh, first off when I picked up that book I was in a season in which I was struggling and I feel like I just kept hitting the ceiling I was like I don't know how to I was just like well this looks like it was written just for me (laughs) like I better I better take a look at this and we we miss this because there's a difference between a skill set and a temperament yeah as we go like like for me, public speaking is a skill set. That's yeah. a, that's a strength. There's other people that things yeah. that are strengths, but there's so much of this that is just how I operate. I, I can't operate in my area of preference. I must operate in what the church needs me to operate. In. Yeah. yeah. And so like to understand how do I build on what I'm good at and yet remain flexible on all the things I should be flexible on is so important.
1: I think that's, can i can i can i uh how much time i've got not go. much time i have I'm no idea i don't monitor the just time. Uh, a, a little tangent for 2 seconds go tangent uh the pandemic has been horrible it was terrible right <laughs> that's your tangent but you had an opportunity and i had an yes. opportunity to take that time to develop a skill yes right and so that's realizing what got me where I was isn't gonna get me where I was. So use the time wisely to make yourself better. Yeah. Um,
0: So so put it back in the paradigm for just a second to say, are you, if like we just got through Easter, which in church world, Easter week is just crazy. Like it's just, it's amazing, but there's so much going on. If somebody would say I'm going to a conference the week of Easter, <laughs> like, <"Phew>, yeah, <laughs> okay. we're done here.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, sure you are. That's the second. That's the like, third. We're done y- here. Like,
0: like you don't <laughs> don't don't take that time to develop a skill set. You're in operation mode, <laughs> right? But during seasons, the pandemic, yep. I took a deep dive on understanding message structure and all this other stuff, and I felt like uh, I felt like Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. Like I had all these weird scribbles I was afraid someone was going to think I was losing my mind Had because that was the perfect time to develop a new skill set and
1: understand something new
0: and so just say hey what time is it what do I need to be for the time that we're in
1: Ooh, that's good Uh, I've got another one but I'm not going to get to it this is one we're going to rest for next week you ready getting work done and getting done and getting work done through others and that's the biggest shift yeah. And then actually getting done through others and moving to culture shaping, it seems to be maybe an easier shift. We'll talk about that next time. But that's the end of uh, episode 76. You ready? When you're too eh. or not enough. Eh. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Thank you. Hey, I think this is the piece that we stumbled on in the end. Uh, you need
0: to know what time it is. And I know that sounds ridiculous for us right now it's 11:56. Yep. You need to know what time it is, what is the season demand and know what you can be flexible on. The thing that is killing you is not a skill set, it's not an ability. You're too yeah or not enough.
1: Nah. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, What a fun time today we had with everybody. Thanks for your questions. Uh, If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, mean the world to us if you did that now. Also rate it and review it. It helps get this podcast into the hands of leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.